Hello, my Wee fam. Welcome. For those that are new, I am Andrea. I'm the creator of Women's Enlightenment. Thank you for joining us. I hope you stay, share, take notes, however it may hit you. I hope that um, you can take something from this. To all my returning listeners, I appreciate you. You are the best. I am grateful. I want to acknowledge something because I noticed that Germany, I have 4% of my listeners there, which I thank you so much. Um, the UAE, I have 4% as well. And then Canada, I have um, a, 2% dif- a 2% difference. And I am very grateful for that. I love it. Um, I love the international part of this. And there are others where I have like 1% audience. And that to me is is, is beautiful. Um, Denmark, Portugal, there's a few other places. I cannot remember them off the top of my head, but I just want to say thank you to those that are listening in those those areas. Now, I've been getting over a cold or whatever hit me, so I will do my best not to cough through this episode. <laughs> I want to... I know where I stopped at was talking about, you know... Um, making sure that we are just being more attentive to our children and um, being respectful to ourselves as parents as well so that way we can hear our children and be there for them mentally, emotionally. Um, It's very important, especially again after going through a lockdown like that with with so many that suffered emotionally and mentally, it's still hard for them because that was a very traumatic moment in their lives that happened longer than it should, and it's still happening to this day. So many changes have been happening since then. I also want to, you know, acknowledge that, of course, parents, you know, we are going through a lot as well, um, and we just have to remember that our um, our children did not ask to be here. You know, we we chose to be able to give them life and we should make sure that we're respecting that we uh, gave them life and we have to check in with them. You know, they already have enough stress. I understand that we do too, but we as the parents can cause a lot of stress to our children as well. So just a reminder, but don't be too hard on yourselves though either at the same time. I wanted to talk about mirror. What does mirror mean? I don't know. I don't know what people feel when they look in the mirror, what they see when you look in the mirror. What is it that you're feeling truly emotionally, mentally? Do you see yourself when you're looking in the mirror? Do you see something else? Like, you know what you're supposed to look like. And this this is plain face for women. This is plain face looking at yourself. And for men, this is just you looking in that mirror and looking at yourself. What are you happy with? What are you not happy with? What are you picking apart? Why are you picking it apart? Why are you speaking ill of yourself? Um, When you go through a spiritual healing, mentally, emotionally, physically, you learn to speak more highly of yourself versus putting yourself down because we at times will dissect who we are and use words that are against us versus words that are empowering to us. And we have to mirror the actions that we're wanting to feel and see on a daily basis. 
So if you're looking in the mirror and you see somebody beautiful, then you should be beautiful throughout your day, your moment, your second. I understand that things are going to happen. Things are going to be frustrating. Things are going to interrupt how you're feeling throughout your day. But you should still speak highly of who you are. You are a very strong individual. And strong is not a word that I love to use all the time because strength and strong willed people it's a very hard word and it can be hurtful at the same time because being strong all the time can really emotionally break you on a good day mentally too and everybody looks to you for the answers when you're the strong person you don't have room to break or room to show an ounce of weakness so they say and or sadness and that is furthest from the truth being strong you should be able to show signs of vulnerability and allow moments to come through where everything is not together because everything cannot be together all the time I don't care how well put together you are everything is not always put together and I think that's what we have to remind ourselves as we're looking at ourselves in the mirror that everything is not going to be perfect everything is not going to be just I planned this day out and this is how exactly how my day's gonna go that's not how that works we want it to work that way we can speak it into existence but life happens every second every minute every hour life is happening we just have to learn how to acknowledge them, whatever may be happening, but not allow it to interrupt who we are as a person throughout our day. We have to be able to reset ourselves sometimes throughout the day, and that may be a couple minutes of silence. I'm not talking like a long 20, 30 minutes. And maybe that's what you need to reset yourself. A meditating 30 minutes. A meditating 20 minutes. A meditating 5 minutes. Whatever you're allowed to give yourself, give yourself. Don't beat yourself up if you don't do it. Because it's going to happen. On your drives into work end or home from work or wherever your destination may be, school, grocery store, you know, dropping children off, have that silent time for yourself before you turn on the radio or get on the phone. Just drive silently and embrace the silence. So many are afraid of silence. So many are afraid of the silence. Their silence and your silence is very powerful. And if you think of it as negative, then it's going to be negative. Just I just want to throw that out there. But when you think about it in a positive way to allow it to help you, allow it to help you. And just remind yourself that the mirror that you are working with is definitely going to show you what it is that you're feeling and what you need to see and that's okay because that's how it's supposed to happen it's why it's a mirror um I know at times people are afraid to 
look at themselves in the mirror because they don't want to see a different image. Um, and depends on what you're going through at that time, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you may see something different. So you have to be able to realign yourself correctly. It, no one ever said it was going to be easy because again, nothing is easy all the time. Um, but being able to say, you know what? I made a mistake or this happened and I threw and I got thrown off and or this is what's what has me thinking of this of myself because you know there are going to be days where you um have self-doubt but you should never speak it out loud again our words are very powerful and the tongue is a very powerful organ and it can speak very negative and our brain will react to that. So your brain is going to mirror what you're speaking. And that's not what you want it to do when it comes to negativity. So the mirror is a very powerful thing. I know there is a lot that comes with a mirror and it can be used for different things. But we're going to speak it for positive things, okay? That's what we're going for. And... um you have to continue to do that. I know that a lot of people with weight gain, they don't like to look in mirrors. And I'll speak for myself. A, bull, a full body mirror, uh, yeah, I don't like a full body mirror like I used to. And I had to stop doing that to myself because I was like, you know, I've, I've been through things. I've had children. My body has changed. It's going to change. Some days my weight is going to be higher than the, than the next um, emotionally, you can gain weight. Mentally, you can gain weight. I, I talked about this before. Grief weight is really real. And you just have to be on your journey and understand what your journey is and be able to guide yourself through it and have amazing people in your life by your side that will help you and hear you and understand you. <clears throat> it is very important, by the way. To have people like that in your life and by your sides, especially during a journey like that. If you're doing a weight loss journey, do the weight loss journey for yourself. Um, don't necessarily always talk about your weight loss journey because there are days where you're on that journey and you may skip a few days and then you're going to feel guilty, you're going to feel bad, you're going to self, you're going to self-doubt quickly so if you don't talk about it not to say that you don't want to you know share your journey but you don't want anybody to say anything negative to you because you skipped a few days or something happened and you know people can be well why wouldn't you just you know there's always things so when I tell people um when when we're on conversation they're like well I didn't get to work out today because I'm like you know what don't beat yourself up for that it's okay. You can have a day or two where you don't do that. If, if it happens like that, it happens. But don't beat yourself up because you didn't get to work out today or you didn't get to work out for two or three days. You are doing stuff that caused you to do exercises. It's just not the ones that you wanted to do. So you're still doing something. 
And if it was a week to where you just needed to mentally relax, then that's what you needed. You cannot beat yourself up about that. And when you look in the mirror and you see yourself, oh, I didn't, don't do that. Don't do that. Because that, again, is a trauma response to another door that has not been opened yet, but comes from your childhood. Y'all know I like to talk about it because it truly does come from your childhood. Or it comes from a trauma response to something that has happened to you. And that also can put you in a standstill stage two for a couple minutes. I was I was watching this thing and um she talked about you know if she can interview her parent her parent at the time was just her mom was her 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 main parent that raised her in in you know throughout her years and she said she did an interview wanted to do an interview to um just ask her mom questions specifically starting that childhood and holding that childhood for as long as you can and I thought about that that is actually a great idea because we at times mirror the things our parents have been through because they've placed it on us without them really realizing that they did and we then place on our children not realizing that we did so, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, um, so it's like, if you're able to have these kind of conversations with your parents and or parent or guardians, whoever raised you, um, have an interview with them, start in their childhood, you know, to ask what their childhood was like, was it filled with love, was it, you know, not filled with love, what was the things that you did growing up? How, you know, what did you have friends? What did you guys like? Ask questions and also ask those hard questions too. Um, have you ever been molested? Have you ever been raped? Have you ever seen anybody be molested or raped? You know, ask questions because traumatic moments happen and we have this habit of, or not habit, I'm sorry, excuse me. We have this way of closing those moments within us. But we we can reflect it in a way without it really showing. And it is one of those things that when it's finally talked about, it can be a chapter that's healed of who we are. And it can be a chapter that's healed of who they are. <clears throat> because parents, you know... Nobody has a hand a handbook to 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 raise a child. Um, no one's given the this is how to, you know. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm trying my best to get through this whole thing without coughing. I'm so sorry. <coughs> and I've been trying to do this for the last couple of days, so I did not want to wait another day. So please excuse me. Um, and. We want to make sure that we can start fixing those pieces and replacing what we've learned into different bottles 
and closing those up and letting those go. Because when you're taking those pieces from you, it helps you to be a better person. But you don't have to do that because you're living from what you're what you've learned for so long that you're stuck in that in that behavior. Um I'm trying to continue without stopping this episode and starting another one. <coughs> because I don't want to cough the entire time through this episode. I really don't, you guys. I'm so sorry. Um But the mirror that we all see sometimes is a mirror that is from our parents' childhood. You have to remember, we are a piece of our mom, we are a piece of our dad, and we are our own selves at the same time. So, there's a lot in there. Excuse me. There's a lot in there that can hurt us, help us, and heal us. And we want to do more of the the helping and the healing more than the hurt. We want to be able to start unlearning the hurt behaviors. And with that, you have to be able to look in the mirror and unlearn a lot of the stuff that you have been doing your entire time. If you're a parent and depending on what age your child is. There is things right there that you have... (coughs) Excuse me. I am so sorry. There are things in your child that you have to... Okay, I am back. I had to get everything together. So what I was saying is, as parents, we can... Um, we have to, un- I'm sorry, our ch- we have to unlearn what our parents have put into us. And then our, we don't want our children to have to unlearn what we've put into them because we've been mirroring what has been taught to us. So like the saying goes, we all know it, hurt people hurt people. And, um, we don't want to continue being hurt people and making that be a generational thing. That is not how we should continue living and our children shouldn't have to keep continue living living that way as well so unlearning a lot of what we've been through is going to be the healthiest option and I understand that so many are listening they're like it's not that it's not easy any anything is easy if you want it to be if you want it to be hard it's going to be hard um, if you want it to be difficult, it's going to be difficult. If you want to have obstacles, it's going to do just that. But it's about how we put it all in perspective and what we choose to do with what we have in front of us. It's That's just how I see it. Um, and I understand that it's not that way for everyone. Um, and our mindsets are completely different. Where some people, it's going to just be like, yep, I heard it. Let me start taking that and doing what I need to do, and then there's others where it's like, that is going to be too hard for me. But don't put that barrier on yourself of it being too hard, please. Because it's really not. It just sounds hard. Um, If you could ask yourself, if you could ask your childhood self, three things. What would they be? And I want you to write those three things down. 
because it's important. And if you could tell your childhood self, doesn't matter what age range, if you can tell your tell your childhood self three things, what would they be? Um, and I was in conversation with my babes today and we, I, you know, asked that same question of him. And um, because we, we sometimes just go and go and go and go. And I don't think we ever think about nourishing and nurturing the child that's in us that was hurt. Um, because who we are, who we are is a reflection in the mirror of who our younger self would have loved to have been then that we get to be now. We are the better versions of ourselves for those that had traumatic childhoods, for those that had things that happened to them in their lives that they just prayed for a better a better outcome and a better day. And some prayed just to see another day. Um, but for those that aren't ready to be in that space where you aren't, aren't vulnerable enough to unlock those doors to understand that you actually had some childhood trauma and you do have some childhood trauma, someday, and I hope soon, you'll be able to open that door and ask those questions of your childhood self and write down three answers for yourself. Because at some point, it's going to break and you're going to have to ask yourself these questions. We all have to ask, who are we? Who am I? Was I always this frustrating? Was I always this angry? Was I always this hurt? Was I always this combative? Was I always this? No. The answer is no, you were not. <clears throat> Some of us had to be. Some of us, that's what that's what our childhood was like. You had to defend yourself so much that you are so defensive nowadays. Or you had to protect yourself so much that you're in this protective mode now. Fight or flight. Fight or flight. Flight or fight mode. I say it in both ways. It's 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 a it's a serious mode for a lot of people. And it puts them this space where relationships and I do mean like in general friendships relationships um suffer you can't put people through tests that you you yourself don't like people to do to you you cannot think that everyone that comes into your life is going to do you wrong because that's what you've that's what you've experienced the entire time. There are truly good people. There are truly genuine people in our lives and by our sides. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. In our lives and by our sides. But we cannot see that because our mind is so jaded to what we're used to. What we've allowed for so long. Especially in friendships and relationships. We allow certain things to go on for longer than they should because that's our comfort zone. We've seen it so much and we know it, but we also know it's not healthy for us, but yet we continue it until finally we can no longer take it and we walk away. But then, but then we start blocking people out and, or we let people come in for so long and then we sabotage it because 
it's we're not used to having a communicative, healthy relationship with people. A healthy communicative relationship, a healthy respect, healthy love, healthy environment. So because we're not used to things like that, we'll sabotage it or we'll do self-sabotaging, which hurts in every single way possible. So these mirrors or the mirror will help us to be able to start seeing ourselves. Use the mirror for a very respectful outlook, a positive outlook on yourself and who you are as a person before. So for women, before you start putting your face on, look at who you are. Look at who you are. Men too, when you guys are doing your your routine in the morning, brushing your teeth, maybe wash, you know, washing your face and cleansing it and all that, just really admire who you are. Not in a conceited type of way, please. That's not what I mean. <laughs> in a very healthy, respectful way. And from there, <coughs> excuse me, you'll start to see things better. I hope that this episode will help someone, touch someone. If this wasn't for you, please pass on this message for someone. And, <coughs> excuse me, and Really, <coughs> oh my gosh, excuse me. Really embrace who you are as a person when you look at your beautiful self or your handsome self in that mirror and know that your traumas and triggers do not make you a bad person. You are working with the tools that you were given and now you're working to unlearn the tools that you were given so that way you're able to heal and heal yourself that much better. Be patient with yourself and always make sure that you're present for who you are as of today. Until next time. Thank you.